YouTube said that it would begin hiding dislike stats on videos, part of an effort to curb harassment. But is this enough? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Joining me to discuss the news is CNET media reporter Joan Salzman. Welcome, Joan. Hello. So what exactly did YouTube announce? Yesterday, YouTube announced that it would be removing the public dislike counts below videos. So when people don't like a video and they start slamming on the thumbs down button on mass, we won't know that publicly unless you're the creator of that video, the person that posted the channel owner, nobody outside that group of people who actually posted it will have any idea how many people are disliking it. And that that's an important distinction because it's not like YouTube is eliminating dislikes, right? Right, exactly. So the dislike button will still be there. That download, um, that that thumbs down button will remain for two reasons. One, um, you know, as viewers, people can still dislike a video so that YouTube's algorithms, if you're a logged in user, YouTube's algorithms will still be able to fine tune to what you don't like as well as what you do like. And then creators can still know if their audience really doesn't like something. It's just that that audience won't be able to tell if the you know, large reaction is we all hate this. It's just the creator that's going to know it. And, and what's the point of doing this? Well, the idea is to curb this sort of phenomenon that's occurred of dislike attacks where a group of people, whether it's small, large, but when there's sort of like a coordinated effort to dislike something for the sake of getting, basically like getting the ratio to, you know, be skewed. And, you know, some people that are viewers say like, well, that's, that's terrible when that happens, but I really like to see dislike counts because it's good to see a ratio. Like it's helpful to know if a video has seven likes, but you know, 2 million dislikes that it's not worth my time to watch it. Um, so there's certainly an argument to that, but the people that are the victims are the targets of the dislike attacks. YouTube is clearly saying that their interests, um, victims and targets of these dislike attacks, their interests sort of outweigh the interests of viewers who would like to see a ratio at the bottom of the video. Right. And is, is it true that a lot of these, the victims tend to be small creators or creators who don't have the kind of clout as a, you know, a PewDiePie, if that feels like a data reference, but <laughs> PewDiePie. <laughs> yeah, that's the way YouTube claims. So YouTube ran an experiment earlier this year around dislikes, what's public, what's not public. And they ran an analysis of that experiment in July. And according to YouTube, which didn't provide any of the data from this analysis or this experiment, just kind of on face value, what YouTube tells us is that this experiment found that creators that are either newer to YouTube or are smaller are disproportionately affected by dislike attacks. Um, that's not to say that you know the the big creators are the ones maybe where these dislike attacks are most notable and most recognizable because just by virtue of being a bigger channel, the dislike number gets so high. But if you're a smaller channel and or a newer creator, can not only can it be like a disproportionate um, effect on that kind of class of creator, but it also is disproportionately, you know, it has a disproportional effect on somebody who's new or just starting out than somebody who has a giant channel and maybe already has a fan base that they can rely on to kind of counter any sort of dislike thing. Or if it's their fan base themselves that are saying, hey, we don't like this, then they're a kind of creator that hopefully has built a thick enough skin to be able to handle it when 
their their audience doesn't agree with a direction that they're going in or whatever it may be. Right. And this might be a loaded or at least a question filled with uncertainty, but how much of an impact do you think this will actually have? That's really hard to say, you know, because YouTube has sort of framed this within the concept that it's designed to help creators that people probably don't know as much as the creators that we all recognize. Um, it's really kind of hard to say how often these sort of dislike attacks happen to those smaller creators because just simply by virtue of their they're under more under the radar. Um, but it's certainly, I mean, you know, we've seen just like attacks aren't limited just to YouTube. You see them like even on like Rotten Tomatoes when like the all female Ghostbuster movie was coming out and that got had a dislike, basically had a dislike attack where people thumbed down that movie, whatever the Rotten Tomatoes version is of that and the audience score before it even came out. Like the idea of this concept of like swarms or mobs of people disliking something isn't unique to YouTube and certainly has effects on people who are targets of it. That's for sure. Right. And you bring up a good point that this isn't just about YouTube because some of these other social platforms, Instagram, uh, like Instagram have been testing out hiding certain elements, right? Making some of this stuff a little bit less transparent to the public. Right. Right. And in the, the Instagram, the Instagram example is interesting to bring up in this context too, because Instagram kind of did the same thing, but on the flip side of the coin where they made it uh, a possibility to hide your likes rather than your dislikes. The, the argument being that social comparison and the effect of on your mental health, not only of um, wanting to get lots of likes, but also when you look at how many likes you have on a post versus either someone you, you that inspires you or you aspire to be like, or even just among friend groups, that can be detrimental to you know mental health and, and well-being. And so that's where, where YouTube went for more of a harassment, um, dislike, strategy, uh, a, a move to address a dislike harassment um, problem. Instagram focused more on a mental well-being problem associated with likes, which is, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. So likes or dislikes, it can, it can ruin your day. Both. It can just, you know, it can make your day awful no matter what. Right. And in its announcement, YouTube said it would continue to invest in protecting creators from harassment. I'm curious if you, you know, you know what, some of those other steps might be or what it could actually take to, to curb harassment? I mean, it's a really multifaceted problem. Um, certainly this isn't enough. This isn't all they're going to do. And YouTube acknowledges that, that, that they're going to continue to invest in it and try to find new things. You know, harassment comes in many different forms um, on YouTube. Um, dislikes is, is just one, but um, there's lots of different, I mean, like, kind of don't even want to get into all the different ways people can be harassed on YouTube. I mean, we can just talk about comments. Like the comment section is notoriously toxic on YouTube. There's certainly things that they can do there. And then there's also more, um, more complicated problem. That's a complicated problem in and of itself, but then there's even more complicated problems. Like when there's multi-platform harassment, like where something, uh, a creator, let's say it's a YouTuber and they're starting to get harassed on Twitter or or something that that harassment can then come over into YouTube. So it's something where will we ever see these platforms collaborate to be able to address multi-platform um, attacks of harassment? So far, they aren't very collaborative on on issues around harassment, around terrorism, around you know live streaming mass crimes. Like it, it's it's a competitive industry, and so we haven't seen that collaboration even reach into the areas where they 
they really can help the world in ways. We've seen little bits of it, but not in a way that's been meaningful yet. So we just have to wait and see. Yeah. And uh, obviously there's a lot of work that needs to be done, but I, I just want to end it with this interesting point that you note in your story that YouTube itself has the distinction of the most disliked video ever. Yes. Yes. So it, you could be cynical and be like, YouTube's getting rid of dislikes because its own video is the single most disliked thing on YouTube ever. Yeah, the, the, the 2018 um, YouTube Rewind, which is no longer a thing, but it's, you know, that was their annual recap video. And 2018's video was so bad, even um, the kids of Susan Wojcicki, um, Wojcicki, the CEO of YouTube, even her kids were like, mom, this is cringy. <laughs> uh, that's amazing to hear, Joan. Thanks for your time. You can check out her story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>